Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven or maybe 14 days, we I have selected Pac-Man Party Royale for us to play. Oh. <laughs> oh. And what a great time to Party Royale. <laughs> it is not a great time to Party Royale. Um, obviously, we've we've missed last week's episode due to certain reasons. We just felt like it wasn't an appropriate time to be recording our usual cheery selves recording an episode about mobile games when there are lots more serious things happening. Yeah, we I kind of struggle with, is this little podcast a, a respite from the rest of the world? But when the rest of the world is, you know, such a huge issue and such a thing we need to treat with importance that it seems like you can't avoid it and it seems in like awful to gloss over it which is i think is something that a lot of people people have been dealing with that they can gloss over it and that is a privilege so right. i didn't want to do that um perhaps we should have said something we put out i don't know but uh if you do feel like you're able to contribute uh to the black lives matter movement uh m4bl.org is a great place to start um and then uh, click the mutual aid resources uh, and you can donate there. So I'd encourage folks to do that as a absolute minimum thing that you can do. Right. Um, I'm a big steady cat fuddy duddy. So I've not been to the protests, um, but I support them and I have donated with money instead, which as I say, feels like the least I can do. Right. Um, the absolute least I could do. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same camp. Like I feel, uh, I feel very lucky uh, but at the same time, very unfair that a lot of people are going through this. You know, I wish that I was out there protesting, but I think to me, like there are a lot more things that I need to be concerned about, you know, with my family and all that stuff. So unfortunately I cannot be out there, but instead I have definitely opened myself to learning more about the matter and the issues that are at hand, as well as donating to the cause. Cause I believe it's, it's very, very important. So, yeah, if you can't donate, at least, you know, learn about the situation and what's happening, why this is happening, because uh, I think it's, it's very important for us to, to, to understand it. Yeah, and to recognize our privilege in that we can, we can learn about racism by reading about it rather than right. actually it being our daily lived experiences, which is, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Terrible. So Pac-Man, eh? <laughs> Uh, a party royale, if you will. A party royale, Sam. Um, did you play Pac-Man in the eighties? Were you a, a pack a pack person? I was more of a Miss Pac-Man fan. Uh, right, it's a little more everyday sexism. <laughs> Ugh, I just can't escape. It's, like, it's everywhere. It's terrible. Uh, Put a bow on it. Oh, it's a woman. I always felt like default Miss male Pac-Man Please. played a little bit better in terms of like the gameplay for me i don't know like i don't know what it was like i think maybe it was something about like i think miss pac-man ate fruits in like the stages i don't know i forget what it was but maybe it was just the game that was more available in my arcades rather than pac-man was or maybe the pac-man arcades were more broken down because they were older and the miss pac-man was newer yeah yeah i never really i mean obviously pac-man is so pervasive 
I know what it is, but I don't really have any memories of playing it or being that engaged with with it as a cultural phenomenon. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe me coming to games like it had probably p- passed its heyday. Probably. And that game's getting a little, little bit more sophisticated. And But maybe as we can talk about, it's kind of boring. <laughs> can we just say that? Well, yeah, Pac-Man now, by now standards, I think yes. is a little boring. Um, I think there is a resurgence of it when people started being really competitive about Pac-Man, especially in the arcade, mm. that I found yeah. some glimmer of uh, like an interestingness because there are lots of technicalities on like how Pac-Man moves within the game of like the original Pac-Man, like the way it kind of curves around the corners is very mm-hmm. distinct and there's like a math to it. I think those kind of things are very interesting. Um, yeah. <clears throat> there are ways there to like, like a glitch in one of the Pac-Man levels you can use to jump to like a later level or something. It's uh, I, there's a, a there's a kill screen. Like Pac-Man is very famous for its kill screen in which Pac-Man is generally a game where it's never ending or it's programmed to be never ending. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's like a buffer of a character and a character only has 256 spots. So technically, if you play over 256 levels of Pac-Man, like oh, the buffer man. overrides itself. And so you <laughs> see like a screen that's all glitchy and messed up, which is... That's quite fun. Which actually yeah. has a lot to do with... Uh, Pac-Man Party Royale. So PMPR, right? So Pac-Man Party Royale is an Apple exclusive, Apple Arcade exclusive game from the people, the good people at Bandai Namco. <laughs> I don't know. I just assume very loud, aggressive music that plays with that theme, like with the tech. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're about right. Um, <laughs> the game was released in October of 2019. Now, I assume that this is when uh, Apple Arcade first launched, right? Yeah, around that time. So this game probably came out then. Uh, and this was, you know, this was a time when people were making everything Battle Royale if possible. So we had tons of Battle Royale games coming out. And of course, Pac-Man Battle Royale. But in this case, Party Royale. Sounds like a pretty good idea. You know, you get into a game with multiple people and you see how long you last. Seems like a pretty good premise for a Pac-Man game. That's true. Should we define the Battle Royale as a, right. as a genre? So in normal Battle Royale games, you are set up with multiplayers from all around the world in a stage of combat. So normally in Battle Royale games, you don't really start off with any weapons, right? Uh, You're set in a stage where everyone sort of drops down and then you have to go and pick and choose your weapons and fight until only one person remains. But, yep. Now, kind of it. Yeah. Now in this case, Pac-Man doesn't have any weapons. Uh, Pac-Man just has its mouth. Oh, teeth a weapon? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so in this game, Party Royale... You are set, you are one of four pack men, persons, pack people on the stage. Uh, in a, in a, I think it's a slightly larger than normal Pac Man stage with one ghost. You start off with one ghost and three opposing pack people, and you chomp your way through all the little pellets. However, each pellet that you eat makes you faster, makes you go a little quicker. So the more pellets you eat, 
the more advantage that you have with over the other pack people. Kind of the exact opposite of cheeseburgers. Right. <laughs> I wish there were cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish I got faster and quicker as I ate them. <laughs> um, Rather than more sluggish and comatose and immediately need to have a nap. <laughs> I love burger naps, though. They're the best. They make me feel like, like doo-doo afterwards, though. But anyway. <laughs> um, every once in a while, a power pellet will drop. And normally, when you eat a power pellet, you have the ability to eat ghosts when you're a Pac-Man. But as a Pac-Person in this party royale, when you eat a pellet, you not only have an opportunity to eat ghosts, you have an opportunity to eat your opponents. Mm-hmm. Hence Delicious. the Battle Royale. at his finest. That's Pac-Man. Well, Pac-Man does end up eating itself when it makes a mistake. So, Cannibalism oh, was always yes. at the core of Pac-Man. Yeah. There's a nice twist. If you are devoured by another pack person, it is not game over for you, but you then become a ghost, right? Chasing other pack people, which I kind of like, kind of like that as a little twist. I don't think because there is prior art to this game, isn't there? There's a arcade game that was multiplayer, right? Um, that I remember I played in one of these retro arcades before, and um, I don't know I don't, if this... in that case I think yeah, you just you didn't come back as a ghost, but then no. you come as a ghost and you can haunt the other pack people right and you actually have an opportunity to get back in the game by uh eating another pack person and once you do you become a pack person yourself and then the other person becomes a ghost Mm, right so it's it's a it's a way to buy yourself back in the game yes it's like going to the gulag but in warzone how do you know about the gulag in warzone oh my goodness edwin i'm a a game professional you surprised me (laughs) i was gonna mention gulag but then uh, I wouldn't think that you would know the reference. Wow. Okay. I'm impressed. Reference acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an opportunity to come back as a ghost. Uh, but if you as a pack person with a power pellet eats all the remaining other pack people, you are then the winner of that stage. And that's it. The other thing um, that has to do with like the kill screen glitch is that normally in like a battle royale, there's a, a death cloud or an electrified oh, zone. The blue. Right. So the, the play zone gets smaller and smaller, like forcing the remaining players closer together. Right. And yeah. in this case, the, the nice little twist is that uh, it's the kill screen that's glitching coming towards the center of the screen. Uh, and, and yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Like, I think the premise is there. The concept is good. However, implementation, not so good. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the fundamental definitions, as you say, of a battle royale is that you're playing against other players. Right. Which is strangely absent from this right. game. Especially you can, with something that's, you know, says Apple Arcade, multiplayer, party royale. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two options. You can... If you want to coordinate with your friends, you can set up a uh, a game to play against other other players, but you have to invite them, so you need to be able to have some way of communicating with them. So essentially, two existing friends you can play with, or you can just play against uh, AI, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But there's no option just to play against the whole world of people playing Pac-Man Party Arcade, which I think kind of makes sense. Like one of the big problems that these battle royal games have is that because they rely on actual players, the um, 
you know, if, if, a, if a game to like lose its luster, the new shiny thing comes along, people move away, then the experience gets worse for the players who still want to play the old game because they actually need like the queue times waiting to get a hundred people all in a game takes a lot longer. Um, you've seen this kind of PUBG has this problem. Now they've sort of introduced bots to like fill up the games. Cause you know, they just don't have the numbers. So I can understand that, you know, maybe they made the decision here to not have just random strangers because of this problem. Like they just sidestep it entirely. Like you can just play with the robots or your friends, but yeah, it all I was kind of expecting to be able to play against every, anyone in the world. Yeah. Giants Pac-Man stage. I think that was the thing that was the, the biggest surprise for me. Cause when I thought I pressed play, I immediately thought, Oh wow, this queue happened really quickly. This party got together. There must be tons of people playing because the names are quite random of the other Pac-Man people. But then it was almost too perfect. Like the name was like Kyle or Steve. <laughs> Like, wow, how did they get that name out of, all of the, out of the globe? Yeah. I think something being billed as a, as a Royale meant I was expecting to play against other real players. Right. Just playing against the robots it was fine. Mm-hmm. But it didn't quite have that same engagement. I wasn't quite as pleased when I tricked one to, or I managed to evade a ghost it, just knowing that it was a, com, a computer simulation or a kind of a AI. Yeah. And there was something about like um when you when you did win a stage, when you ended up winning, like there was something very flat about it. It didn't feel like it was an actual victory like you would in a battle royale game or even like a Pac-Man game. Like it just said you won 1 out of 5 matches immediately. <laughs> Keep on Keep going. Keep on going. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, really? Like I have to play Four, I have to win four more in order for me to win-win. And when I did one, five, like four more to win five out of how many games, or like best of five games, it didn't, there was nothing special about that moment as well. So overall, like I think there were just mm-hmm. some parts that were, that felt like fundamentally missing from the entire experience that made it feel like, like a reward. Yep. Um, shall we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes, Edwin. Three things with power pellets and three things with <laughs> ghost pellets. Bad. Nailed it. Bad. Crushed it. Good points. I think it is a reason, it's like a faithful reproduction of the old Pac-Man arcade game, the multiplayer one whose name I've forgotten, but I've played once or twice before. Um, that was a lot of fun with your friends playing. Um, there were stakes. It was fun. I think in theory, if we could, if humans were allowed to be in the same room as each other, this could be a fun party game to play with three or four of your friends, like in the same place. Yeah. Current conditions. That is not possible. Right. Um, I think it is a faithful reproduction of a Pac-Man style game. Like, and I like what they did with the touch control. So the way that you control it rather than it thinking of it like a thumbstick, uh, because Pac-Man does move in like sort of straight lines, you can sort of buffer it actions on where to go next, right? So mm-hmm. if there's yeah, a turn nice. coming up, you can just swipe it once to the right, and then whatever that next turn comes up, it'll immediately go right. 
Um, so I like that. Yes. And I think that really worked. Kind of popped with, a little arrow, I mm-hmm. think, didn't it? Like by the character to say, oh. I'm going this way. It's, it will move next. next time. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of nice. So I like that little gestural thing. I think it really works well for a mobile device. It doesn't take away from like the speed at which you have to react because you can then like just be really like flick around a lot um, with your controls and it's pretty responsive. So if you like, if you want to try a Pac-Man style game that really works for mobile, uh, and you want the controls to be like fairly solid, like I think this is definitely one to check out. Uh, my second point is that, uh, like you said, Edwin, I like this notion of a battle royale game having like these gulag moments. Uh, so gulag is a concept from the latest battle royale craze, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, where even if you're knocked out uh, and you've died within the actual battle royale. You have a chance to enter the game again by trying to beat your opponent in the gulag, in the jail. Uh, and once you do, you have a chance to come back in. But Turns out it's not a delicious Hungarian soup. No, I wish. <laughs> uh, and in Battle Royale, I mean, sorry, in, in Pac-Man Party Royale, you know, giving that chance for you to be a ghost so you can hunt down your other pack people uh, gives, gives a little bit more incentive for you to play longer rather than just dropping out middle of the game, which also then baffles me of like why they didn't have like a online multiplayer thing. Um, but yeah, so if you like this notion of, you know, battle royales having second chances like this, this one does it really well. On to the bad Edwin. points, Edwin. For my first bad point, I wrote, oh God, this is why Pac-Man was never in 3D. There is something very upsetting about the animations in 3D. I don't know if you felt this too, Sam, but it was... Oh, I didn't like it at all. Oh, really? The, the, the mouth is so big. <laughs> so it's very, very upsetting. I did not like that at all. Like, it's... I mean, Pac-Man... It works in 2D. Is all mouth. But 3D, oh, no. I know, but seeing it rendered in in uh, Retina 3D, I did not like that. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen too many pac-man renderings in 3d for me to be okay with it by mm, now yeah maybe the, maybe this is the first time i've ever seen a pack person in 3d oh interesting but i did not enjoy that at all <laughs> uh my first bad point is that you know even with the royale title in it it didn't really live up to expectations of it being a royale game and i think that's its biggest fault for me um i wish i was playing against other opponents because i wanted to own them in pac-man but did not have the opportunity to do so easily. Uh, and I think that was, yeah, if you're looking for a proper Battle Royale game, uh, this is, you're not going to get it with this one. Um, I'm going to say it's just a little bit underwhelming. I think the gameplay, I mean, I like that, you know, you eat, eat more of your pills, you get faster. Um, you can kind of like the becoming a ghost and trying getting the people, getting the pack people back. Nice, getting the pills, the mega pills to devour everything, the carnivore pill. But even so, eh, I wasn't particularly engaged with it. I've had it hard to, um, well, really care. Yeah, me too. I felt like there were no steaks, you know. I, yeah. Maybe maybe I was eating steaks. (laughs) (laughs) But gave no steaks. Had no steaks. (laughs) Um, yeah, I feel like this is one of those games where the initial idea seemed like a great one, but they never really followed through mm. with any of the complete implementations. Because if someone said, yeah. 
hey, theory. It's just, it should be great. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, how about a Battle Royale Pac-Man game where each player is a Pac-Man and you duke it out? It's like, oh, great idea. Let's make it. And then they kind of stopped it right there without actually fleshing anything else through or even completing out any of the actual <laughs> gameplay mechanics around it. Like, yeah, it just felt like I was waiting for better online capabilities more players how crazy would it be if there was like a a pac-man battle royale with a hundred pac-man you know like (laughs) on a stage and i don't think that's impossible right like especially in today's mobile games but yeah yeah i keep thinking about the the tetris yeah equivalent tetris did tetris royale tetris 99 actually called yeah that was such a fun twist on the existing tetris game that um I guess I was kind of hoping this would have a similar expansion of the original game into what would it be if there are a lot more players playing all at the same time, right. but it did not. Did not. Um, yeah. Edwin, what is mm-hmm. your final seven-day rating? This would be a two days for me. Mm. I played it a little bit. I wasn't grabbed. Maybe we should have played against each other, Sam. Perhaps we should have made more of an effort to try and get a, a group game going. Right. But um, no, no, it wasn't wasn't for me. Yeah, this is a three day. I mean, I did enjoy the moments that I played like regular battle royale, but <clears throat> like, yeah, it just if it had the actual battle royale, I definitely would have played more. Um, but you're right; it left me wanting a lot more and didn't really have me satisfied for those three days either. So. It's it's a despite sp- however how, I ate so many pills, yet I was still unsatisfied. <laughs> it's a soft three, not a hard three. Mm, never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that was Pac Man Party Royale. Now, Edwin, it is up to you to select mm-hmm. the game for the next seven days. Well, we're staying with a the theme of existing IP rights being turned into a game as a naked cash grab because, Sam, you have seven days to play. Minion Rush. Hmm. Hmm. Despicable Me official game. Have fun with the minions in an official Despicable Me endless runner game. Run, jump, roll, dodge obstacles and wear costumes while exploring locations from the movies. I realize now I've never seen a Minions movie. Oh boy. Do you want to watch a Minions movie? I'm sure, I guess. Uh, this game pains me, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Mm, okay. I'm going to fight through this. Mm. In an endless runner style. Uh, this is uh, Ronaldo's soccer all <laughs> over again. Do you want to, before you open it, do you want to take a, a bet on how many buttons will be on the homepage? Uh, yeah, 20, I'm 23. <laughs> 23 for you, okay. I'm going to go a little less, probably 17. <laughs> I feel like hopefully they may have learned their lesson. Okay. Um, Edwin, before we go, things of the week. Things of the week, not a song. Um, well, Sam, a few things in life that are bringing me joy, but uh, stationary is still one of them. Mm. So uh, I recently made all purchase from jetpens.com. So if you're like me and you like, well, me and Sam, if you like the pens, notebooks, all the uh, accoutrements that go with that, 
definitely check it out. Their shipping was super fast and quick. Um, I need a new notebook. So Sam, you recommended me the Rodia. Mm-hmm. So I do have uh, the web notebook dot grid. Oh, uh, the dot grid web notebook hardcover, uh, which looks pretty much like a more Leskine. But I think the paper, the paper quality is renowned for being um, pretty good. I've got that. I've also got a Blackwing, um, so like larger format notebook. I don't know I'm showing you because li- listeners cannot see this, but it's a little bit larger. Mm. Um, yes, going with the the dot grid. I'm a big dot grid. Oh guy. yeah, the DGG. That's me. Um, and they also had. I mean, I'm also a big. Uh, in addition to the dot grid, I'm a. What do you call it? A fine liner? Fine liner on dot grid. Right. I'm a happy man. They had a couple of uh, brands that I'd not actually seen before or tried. Or rather, I mean, I'd heard of the brands, but like, there's, a, there's a Rotring um, fine liner. Uh, yeah, uh, good German, also, German pens. Rotring, yeah. Uh, and a Tombow, Tombow mono drawing pen. I feel like I, I've tried most uh, fine liner pens um, and these. But jet pens had more that I'd never tried, so... That was fun. Uh, that has brought me a small sliver of joy for the past week. Nice. I'll check. I'll Jet check out. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll check out jetpens.com. Uh, I, I have been looking for a new notebook since I ran out of notebook and post-it notes just get everywhere. And if you don't transfer your post-it notes to notes in some way, it just gets all over the place. I have been. Yeah. yeah. So I'll check it out. Um, my thing of the week uh, I've been trying to listen to a lot of uh, different types of uh, podcasts, mainly to try and listen to podcasts that are from black podcasters. So I found one that is kind of an offshoot of one that I really like. Um, it's by this podcast is called here. I want to get the name just right. It's called Getting Better with Ron Funches. Ron Funches is a avid gamer, but he's also a comedian. Um, Ron Funches appears on a lot of different gaming podcasts. He's appeared in some like Waypoint radio podcasts. He's appeared on Giant Bomb. Uh, knows a lot about games. Very funny person. His voice is also in Trolls and Trolls 2. Oh, nice. And uh, this podcast is about him being a comedian, but he's like, is he in Despicable Me? Because that'd be a great mm. tie-in. I don't think he is, unfortunately. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but this podcast is about like positive affirmations and like why you know, as comedians, you generally tend to talk about the negative aspects about things. But what he tries to do with this podcast is really try and find other comedians that share that type of positivity and provide each other like some good, uh, I guess, like good affirmations with each other and like just have a, a really nice conversation. Um, so right. it's been really good. Uh, I've been listening to it quite a bit more. Um, his voice is just like, I think it's very unique and nice to listen to. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's called getting better uh, with Ron Funches. And that's our show. Sam, you have seven days to play minions rush. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> What is your... Are you a Minions person? Do you, I guess you are your kids Minion children? I mean, not... I wouldn't say... I think every kid is a Minion kid, really. There is a charm mm. to the Minions that is kind of undeniable. Like, you might... You might be a naysayer to the Minion lifestyle. 
But once you actually watch some minion stuff, like minion lifestyle, that means what being yellow and dressing up in. Oh, you have no degrees. idea how deep the minion lifestyle goes. It's it's a it's a cult. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy. All right, I'm gonna have some eye opening experiences. There's this week. some real memes that that go deep with the minions. So, but yeah, it's like one of those things that's just kind of undeniably good and cute. But you kind of hate it because it's undeniably good and cute, you know. Um, and minions, yeah. There's something about it that's that's uh, gets under your skin. Well, come back in seven days to see how many minion memes I will now understand. Okay, we'll see. There might be a quiz. Who knows? <laughs> if you want to tweet at us, you may at Seven Days to Play and follow us on Instagram at Seven Days to Play and listen to us on Spotify. Seven Days to Play. Seven, seven days, days to Play. Seven Days to Play. Seven days to play.